What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to another episode of the HP Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. Here with me, the beautiful boy, Ben. Hello. Just you and I again on our lonesome. Just the two of us. Just just hanging out. Now, I have an air conditioner in this room now. Yeah. I did not turn it on early enough. Uh-huh. It's like mild in it's here It's comfortable. Right now. But I'm hoping the next time. I want it to be cool. We've discussed this in the past, and it's boggling to me that there is a central air conditioning system in this home Mm-hmm. But there's apparently some sort of magical spell that keeps it away mm-hmm. from this room. I think it's because this room has like intense sound insulation. Probably. So and it also doesn't push into this room very well. Yeah. I don't know if it's just not powerful. You should enough. check your pipes or something. Maybe. I don't it's never worked well yeah. in this room. Ever. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. But I have the window unit now. It's keeping things pretty nice it's an absolute unit it's, it is an absolute unit it's actually i mean i probably could have gone with one that had the higher btu or whatever uh-huh. but this one was 100 bucks yeah at Aldi. it's hard to beat 100 bucks 100 bucks and the thing is it does make the room cold it just takes longer right. to do so i have one in my attic that is kind of in a similar situation it has one vent but instead of having too much ventilation, or uh, I'm sorry, insulation, mm. it has too little. So, you know, mm. heater heater air escapes out the the roof, I'm sure. So I have a window unit in my attic for when I'm working in my office. That's where my office is. Mm. And it's it makes it real nice for like 10 minutes, and then I'm freezing. And I turn it off, and within 10 minutes, I'm roasting. There's no like in between. Here's my other frustration. I clean this room like pretty moderately extensive, not extensively, but I pick the room up maybe once, once every other week. Yeah. And it's already, I mean, I guess we went to E3. That's yeah. the main source of the disaster right sure. now. But you're always going to have a little bit of that. I don't know. Where man. did this dog cage come from in so this office? That's called the Frisky Play Center. I know. I've, I've been acquainted with it. Why is yeah. it just like there? Uh, because I had it set up when I was working extensively yesterday. Gotcha. And I just didn't, I just didn't take it down. That's fine. Not yet. Really is fine. So it's, it's here. Everyone. I'm going to put you in it. Just so so you're aware, everyone, Dustin traps his small, cute dog in a cage mere feet from him when he is working. It's true. That's because honestly, I feel bad that she's in her little cage. Right. Sometimes it's like but you don't we, want to hold her either. I'm fine with her being in her cage when we're at work. She's very good at that. Right. We've trained her. But I get home and I need to work again. Right. So and then Holly has to go do stuff. So I feel like I want to have her be able to, you know, stretch out and not be in a tiny cage. Yeah. So that's where the Frisky Play Center comes in. Frisky Play Center. So 
This is the HB podcast. That sounds like it could be a bad thing, too. Or frisky, a good the thing. Frisky Play Center. That's right. Dude, okay, I'm into it, dude. <laughs> um, this is the HB podcast, your weekly gaming podcast from Handsome Phantom. Excited to be here. First of all, thanks to everybody who checked out our E3 content, our E3 show last week. We also have stuff on the website. It ain't over. And it ain't over. We still got lots of stuff coming. Uh, a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff to do still yeah so but we're uh, already very proud of what we have we're excited everyone's checking it out uh what do we i've been trying to think we've got the the three videos out right now we have you did a preview for that modus game uh right? yeah yep i did a pre there's a preview coming it's called out. chris tales by the way chris tales okay uh i have a preview coming out about my playing beat saber in 360 degrees yeah the imagine dragon um there are like six or seven other articles on the site too oh so yeah just phil check it out it's filled at a bunch of stuff yeah. zombie army right he, i don't it, remember i edited so many things in a short amount of time i don't remember did any of us play the sniper elite vr game phil did dang i meant to ask him about that because i heard it was really good he talked about it a little bit i don't remember him talking about it. i must have been uh, who knows under the influence of something right so that's possible maybe life life right yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Deliriousness. So, yeah, check out the E3 contents on handsomefam.com. Also, while I have your attention, Ooh. if you're not already subscribed to us on Handsome Phantom, we need you to subscribe. And if you are subscribed, find, call, call up your mom, call up your dad, have them subscribe on two channels. Please, Papa. We really want to get a thousand subscribers. We're very close. So YouTube.com slash handsome. Help us out any way you can if you could. So, and let's talk. Well, first of all, very important. Gotta do dreams. Gotta do dreams. What do you mean? I'm dreaming of CTR. Whoa. Crash Team Racing. Okay. Come out uh, this week. Very excited. I don't know if I'll be getting it early or not, or if it'll be on release day or what, but I am very excited to play it. It's been a long time coming. Yes. And uh, yeah, just pumped for that. Pumped for a little a little more of my childhood to trickle into my present. Mm, mm. And I think it's probably a game that at least my oldest son could play too. Yeah. So that's fun. You know, I got to... I think I'm gonna have to pick that up. Yeah, Friday. Oh It's yeah. like forty bucks, right? I think it's. I don't think it's sixty. So yeah. Yeah. Oh man, forty bucks. That's for some reason when a game is forty dollars, there's there's no question. Usually, you just buy it. Whatever. Right. Forty dollars, no problem. Yeah. When it hits sixty, it's like, like for some reason it feels expensive. Then sure. Does that make sense? It does. It doesn't because it's only twenty dollars difference. It's, it makes a lot of sense. And also, you paid almost twenty dollars for French fries at E3. I so. know. Let me kind of tell that on this show. Please do. I went to eat. We were at E3. And if you've ever been there, there's the food inside, which is terrible and expensive. Awful. Don't eat the food inside. I've never tried it, but I've seen it and it's bad. So if you want food that actually tastes good, go outside to the food trucks. Now, here's the thing, though, about the food trucks is there's for most of them don't have prices. They don't put their prices up on purpose, which I think is fucking bullshit. Well, I think it's wrong. I honestly. think it's wrong, but I also know that it's probably because they're setting prices for that day alone. Right. That's not their normal prices every day or whatever. I think that's fucked up too. It is, but when you consider that like sometimes they can set up down the street on the at the corner by the office and it costs them a couple hundred bucks for a permit or whatever. Right. I guarantee you're getting set up in the inner courtyard of the E3 as a food truck as one mm -hmm. of like seven food vendors that are there. 
they're charging mega bucks just to set you up there. True. So you they, have to offset your costs in some way. Mm. It's not just price gouging for the sake of price gouging, in my opinion. Kind of think this was though. Then now ESA is price gouging for the sake of price gouging yeah. for those food trucks. But right. yeah, anyway. fuck the ESA. Is what Trade. I'm saying. So anyway, I got. I'm making this way too long. I went. I got some fries. Yep. With uh, bacon and cheese on them. Yep. Just some basic ass fries. Most expensive bacon you ever had. I was ready to go. I was like, these are going to be $12. Yeah. $13. That's fine. I'm fucking hungry. Right. I need to eat. Right. Rang it up. $18. Insane. $18 for fries. It wasn't even like good like nacho cheese. It was like cheese sauce stuff. Like it the wasn't kind of, terrible. It didn't taste bad, but it wasn't, wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't quality. No. That bacon though. Bacon was exceptional. Yeah. So, but it wasn't eighteen dollars. Was not eighteen dollars worth. So yeah, eighteen dollar fries. That's what you can expect at E three. I can't even imagine how much some of that other shit probably cost. Who knows? In there, you bought a great a great sandwich last year. It was like a pulled pork sandwich, didn't you? Oh right. It was way less than eighteen dollars. Yeah, if I remember correctly. I I must have. I played myself. You honestly, should have just. I should've thought just, I was getting a snack. You tried to play the game, but you just played yourself. Honestly. <laughs> I think that might have been the most expensive food I personally bought at E3. Uh, I bought like a $25 burger. No, it wasn't quite. 20. My whole meal was $25 at the airport. Right. But that's different. That's we We had an interesting conversation with Phil because Phil's like, I spend more by the end of the trip because I'm not, I'm going back to, you know, uh, spending lean when he gets home. Right. I get to the point where I'm so sick of spending money on food or being gouged on food that I just starve myself. Right. Which is not good either. I'm kind of right in the middle of that. I'm not going to go all out because for the sake of going all out. Right. But I'm also not going to make myself miserable for a couple bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can make more money. You can't pick yourself off, off the ground if you pass out. I've gotten better about that. And especially now, like a couple of years ago, yeah. not as financially flexible at all. Right. Like when I first got married, not good. Right. Now that I've, you know, been able to make more money, put it bluntly. Sure. Okay. We're going off the rails. I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the eye doctor yesterday. I have vision insurance. It's not great insurance, but I got my, my, uh, you have new insurance too. No, but that's the vision is separate. Okay. For some reason I got cut off on vision way early. Gotcha. But anyway, I got the, the checks done. My eyes are fine. I did the thing where they take a picture of your eyeballs so you don't have to get dilated. Right. Because I had a lot of work to do. It cost $30. Yeah. But I was like, no. Dil- being dilated sucks. Yeah. Anyway, I got some glasses, too, and these ones I really liked. Uh-huh. It was like $300 yeah. for glasses Yeah. at this place. But you just did it. I just did it because I really liked the glasses. And you had And to. I skimped out on my last glasses, and I regretted it. Right. So I just did it. Sometimes know, you just got to do it, man. I can't believe it. Thirty. I my, this is this the shit my parents was paying. Honestly, when I grew up? for the price of being able to see for a year or two, that's pretty cheap. I did get for everybody who watches the YouTube videos. I got the non-reflective lenses. Nice. That cost extra. It does. That's that YouTube money coming. <laughs> all <laughs> the, all the YouTube money. money paying. Subscribe the to Handsome Phantom <laughs> on YouTube. Okay, Ben. My dream is since you talked about a game you want to play. I'm going to talk about two games I want to play. We oh. just talked about this off off air. Multiple dreams. But I want to play a little game called Bloodstained. Yep. And I'm really excited to check this out. I checked it out at PAX. Thought it was fantastic. 
And I'm a little concerned because they didn't release their review copies until today. Right. At least I think so. I didn't see any reviews come out. I didn't either. And I, I did see at least one or two publications that said we're not putting out a review until we're done because there was a lot of day one patches essentially that right. were supposed to patch the game up quite nicely from my mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. So there were outlets saying we're not going to publish it until we've made sure that it's you know, similar to what we've played already. Yeah. So that makes me think at least some outlets got it before. We got it today, which was great. We're happy to, to yeah. get it at all. Um, it does make it a little tricky when you see other reviews accidentally or on purpose to be objective, but right. You know, so I'm excited to check that out. Also, I keep forgetting. I want to play blood and truth. Oh, yeah. I think I'm okay. I have, of course, coming back from E3 has been an absolute hellscape for i'm guessing for you as well oh yeah knowing all the things you do so literally monday or i got we got back sunday i don't i want to ask you about what you did i just cried for a couple hours okay yeah good i got home (laughs) (laughs) i got home and i instantly went to bed for like three hours went to a father's day thing at my grandparents Uh went home and i was like deathly falling asleep like i couldn't function took a two-hour nap went to another function Uh uh-huh uh, for Holly's parents. Uh-huh. And then I can't remember what I did after that. I might've worked on some stuff for Colin or yeah. something, but, and then yesterday it was like trying to catch up, trying to catch up the whole time. And so by the end of today, I should be mostly caught up. Yeah. But so anyway, I think I'm going to probably bite the bullet on blood and truth this weekend. Nice. But I'm not sure. We'll, we'll talk about that more later. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's the dreams. Let's so this episode is going to be a little different because we're coming off of E3. There's not going to be a lot of new news or anything like that. But I have a couple. I like the po- popcorn items. You know, a little bit here, a little bit there. It's like popcorn chicken. That's right. But with news. So love it. You love it. Here <laughs> love we go. It. First of all, I wanted to talk about our E3 picks. Okay. Yeah. Because that's we a good didn't. Idea. I. I think we, well, in my mind, I thought about maybe we should do an article or something talking, doing like a brief, each of us write up our E3 picks and then our game of the show. Maybe, maybe not. Who I don't knows? Know. We should announce them on Twitter, though. Yeah. Maybe get some retweets. Anyway, then let's start out with your E3 pick. We did, just to explain, we did three editor's choice, one for each of us, and a game of the show. Yeah. What was your pick? So I have a the pick I actually made and the oh. pick I would have made had I realized Whoa. something. Uh, so my my actual pick was Cyberpunk 2077. They didn't have many awards, so it was really nice yeah, of you it to was, give them that it award. It was really – honestly, it was like the end of the show, and I spent a lot of time meeting with like hardware and manufacturers and stuff like that. Right. Um, I also checked out a few things that were like embargoed, so I couldn't really talk about them or you know, there was nowhere to give them an award uh, or anything like that that anybody would see. So – couple of those kind of things um but cyberpunk i mean it just it wowed me it was the end of the show um i shouldn't say it wowed me it was very good it was solid that's gonna be amazing that's Mm. you know it's not it wowed me last year this year it was like "Mm, cool really good game i'm excited for right the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Um, <clears throat> had I, I think had I had this appointment before I saw Cyberpunk, and it was like my very last appointment of the show, uh, was Chris Tales. Mm. I actually legitimately think I would have given my personal editor's choice to Chris Tales. Dang. Uh, very good game. Very cool. Or at least it's seeming very good. There's a little demo of it on Steam for like, I think it's like a 45 minute demo uh, that's available for the next few days if you want to check that out. Chris Some Tales. Time travel shit going on. Some here. real time travel shit. Now, I was speculating based on the image I saw uh-huh. that it had a very similar. This is total speculation. I could be totally off base. Yeah. Based on this image alone, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if the time travel mechanic is like the one in Dishonored because it showed like three, a split. And there was like a third of two different times things. I'm trying to remember how the time travel worked in Dishonored. It was Dishonored 2. So you didn't play it. I didn't play it. Yeah. In Dishonored 2, you get like this this glass. Uh-huh. And when you look through the glass, you can see another time. Yeah. And then you can like, I don't know if you like squeeze it or something and then get, you get transported to the other half. Same sort of yes thing happens no. in Titanfall. Okay. Where like you're coexisting in two times that right. you cut between. So kind of basically in Chris Tales, you're walking around and on your left, you can see the past and actually on, I don't know if it's on the character's left or your left, mm. but on one side, on the left, you can see the past and on the other side, you can see the future. And as far as I can t- tell, you always have those three time periods that you can see Whoa. the entire time. So Whoa. you can always see the past, the present and the future. Yeah. Now, of course you move around and it shows different things, but mm. um, a lot of cool mechanics, honestly. Mm. And then it breaks down into like, turn-based combat mm. and but not only is it turn-based combat it's skill-based so you're you have to hit things at certain times even though it's turn-based yeah so, yeah it looks cool interesting very interesting so we'll speak on phil's behalf right now since he's not here yeah phil gave his to dying light too yep and he has a preview out he does you read it i personally didn't so <laughs> is there anything that you can share from uh his his thing his uh preview yes and no i edited it mostly for clarity and and grammar yeah um i didn't play the first dying light so a lot of the things he referred to were kind of lost on me yeah but as long as they made grammatical sense i didn't care okay um so no i mean there's nothing huge that he mentioned that i can really recall that would be earth shaking or anything but he just was really impressed with the demo in general and uh Loved it. And I know that when he gave them his award, their response was amazing. I was there for that. It was amazing, and they loved it. They were very... The whole room clapped. The whole room clapped. They were very grateful, even though they had a bunch of awards already. That's what I was going to say. They had tons of awards already, and they were super appreciative. Just going to throw it out there that nobody else did that. Also, here's the thing. I want to be clear that it's like, we don't expect you to, like, kiss our ring if we give you an award or something, but... It would also be nice if you didn't just kind of like throw it in a pile. Right. Literally throw it in the pile. Literally. Uh, for mine, they did not do this. Right. I'm going to be clear. My The developers of my game did not do this. Uh, I gave it to a game called Asgard's Wrath. Yeah. Which is a uh, Oculus Quest, or not Oculus Quest, just an Oculus Rift game uh-huh. that aims to be the first full-fledged RPG built from the ground up for vr which is very exciting to me and so i really liked what i played it uh 
the sword combat was felt really cool. If you think of like Skyrim, it's just kind of like waving your hand around. There's yeah. no actual like, oh, you got to hit the head or the arm or something. Right. This had actual like chopping mechanics. Yeah. So you could like slice through people. That was really cool. It had this system where you could like turn animals into your your minions, your your helpers, which was pretty cool. You, you could command possess them, them around. Yeah. I mean, a little shark man. Oh, very cool. Anyway, uh, I got to give the award to one of the developers. She was super appreciative. Very nice. Nice. So, uh, last but not least. So you'll and you'll have a, you have a piece up on that coming later on, right? Later on, yeah. yeah. Last but not least, yeah. our game of the show. Yeah. Doom Eternal. Yeah. Ooh. Real good. Tell me about Doom Eternal. All right. So if you've played Doom, you already know where this is going. If you haven't played Doom, right? Stop. Pause the podcast. Play through Doom in its entirety, Doom 16. And then when you're done, come back and hit play again. Three, right. two, one, pause. Okay, now that you're back and everybody who's listening has played Doom 16, uh, we're all good to go. Uh, Doom Eternal is basically more Doom but better. So oh, yeah. if you thought Doom was uh, tight and the mechanics were awesome and the shooting felt great, everything about that is better in Doom Eternal. Yeah, it's, that we've played. It's funny because it really it it sounds lazy to just be like, well, it's mm-hmm. Doom, but better. But really, it is. I mean, yeah. specifically the new stuff. Obviously, we've seen the grappling shotgun is very cool, but there's like a dash that so you can do like hard dashes left and right really quick. You can do a double jump, things like that. Um, you it, can scale. Yeah, and you can scale things and do like swing off things. Yeah, man, I just loved every second of the demo that we for played. sure i wanted to play more it was i think it was it a 25 minute demo or 20 i think we had like a 20 minute demo but part of it was like the tutorial yeah. which is necessary but also not i felt like it was like moments like i felt like we played yeah. like seven minutes or something because it just flew by how awesome yeah it was there's certain demos at e3 even if you're enjoying it yeah you, you're tired of it you're they feel slow right right but th- this was not one of them. Very good. Very, very good. And very excited to play. I'm glad it's coming out this year. It's coming out in November, right? It's late year. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I wish it was sooner, but tomorrow. very excited about it. You don't have time to play it tomorrow anyway. What do you want it tomorrow for? No. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'd maybe just... you may make time for Doom. I, would, I, I was going to say I'd take off work, but that's definitely not possible tomorrow. So I might just have to pretend I'm dead. Right. Or something, which is you know completely feasible feasible and fine no problem so that's our e3 picks uh very exciting very good show if you haven't already listened to our e3 episode from last week that we did from our airbnb yeah while we were there is there any other things that we want to talk about as far as e3 while we're on the subject ben uh just want to say thanks to everybody who said hello to us uh, thanks to all the PR people for your hard work getting us set up with stuff. Thanks for the developers specifically for showing us your games and stuff. Yeah. And uh, no thanks to everybody who was just a rude jerk. There are some rude jerks. Yeah. Though I'm trying to think, do we, I'm trying to think if I encountered any actual rude jerks at the show. I mean, not like people involved with the show or anything, but like attendees that just try to get their own way and budget and stuff and. Just kind of annoying. I heard a couple people loudly bashing the gamer passes. Yeah. 
And it was funny because they had industry passes, which is like you told me about that. Not that. And there's nothing wrong with either one of those. Sure. There, you know, it's a show. They however they want to run it is fine. But it was a dude there who was complaining. He had an industry badge. and He was complaining. All the shows so crowded, all these gamers. He had like two bags of swag stuff. Right. He was there, not there working. Right. At all. Like his dad worked at a hardware manufacturer. Guaranteed. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. In the past, especially, it's been frustrating when you're trying to get from place to place. Right. And there's so many people there. And if you want to play games, it's harder during the normal hours because of right. Gamer Pass. But there's not, honestly, to those people, like, I don't have anything against those people that's like they sure. have a chance to come to E3 if they want to spend the money and do that. Right. Cool. I don't begrudge those people. They kind of begrudge the ESA for selling so many tickets, but right. It was better this year. Okay, here's what I will say. The one the one people group of people that I think we can all agree are the worst at E3 is all the actual suits. Mm. The suits walking around, looking at the display, have no interest in games. Yeah. They're walking at a snail's pace. You're gonna everybody's running them over. Those people. Yeah. Come on. Just change out of your suit, put on a t shirt that says video games. And pretend like you're interested. I thought you were going to say the energy drink ladies. No, that was... We're not even going to get into that. Yeah. We'll be labeled something. I'm more another. into the five-hour energy ladies. Oh, yeah. Not because of them being, you know, ladies or, or anything about them. Right. I'm just more excited about getting the five-hour energy. About their product. Yeah. Five-hour energy. What is it about five-hour energy? That is... I love... I don't use it often, but when I do, I feel like it works well i've told you this before and we've maybe even said it on the show before caffeine seems to have no effect on me that i can obtain yeah i can so i like 500 hour energy because i like it yeah um that's why like with energy drinks i won't just drink any any energy drink to to feel energy i drink them because i actually like the taste yeah like i'm literally sitting here right now drinking a nos yawning Mm. it just does not affect me yeah you know what else doesn't affect me Bang energy drink. <laughs> Bang energy drink. Yikes. That stuff. Though the tea I had was fine. Oh, I didn't realize there was a tea. Because they, they were giving out freebies. And here's the thing. Though their stand was annoying. Right. I don't care. I will get, I will get a free anything. <laughs> right. So the free tea was was fine. Yeah. Phil had the champagne flavor, which what who thought who thought that was okay? It was better than the coffee flavor. Oh, yeah. I didn't even try the coffee one. That I, ha- I had one and then I didn't drink it. I left it for the Airbnb. That's enough bang energy drink talk for now. Okay. Enough, I can't, I enough can't take banging. it anymore. So here's some other random little items I want to talk about, Ben. Number one, I want to talk about Destiny 2. So the player count is back to over 1 million daily. Pretty good. And when we two weeks ago talked about this on the show, it was just a rumor about the new expansion or leak or whatever. And so... I'm personally really excited. I watched their, not all of it, but most of their stream. Right. And it really feels like a new beginning for not only Destiny, but Bungie. And it was really, I don't know if you saw any of the clips or anything, but it wasn't even like tongue in cheek, like, oh, right. we, we the corporate overlords were holding us back. This was like, Everything but without saying Activision directly. Sure. There was a lot of stuff like 
we've been wanting to do cross save for a while, but we weren't allowed because, for, yeah. because capital R reasons. Right. It's like, oh, OK. And there was a lot of talk about like now that we have full creative control. Right. Of Destiny and things like that. So there's a little bit of bitterness there. I'd oh, say. yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's interesting because I don't want to blame all of Destiny's problems on Activision. Sure. Because clearly there was a problem with Destiny 1. Specifically, I think I heard that the problem was whatever engine or how they built the game, it was too hard to build. It was very difficult to build more content right. for it. So content doling out was very slow. Right. That was, I think, fixed in Destiny 2. So that's not an Activision problem yeah. as far as I know. But it's interesting to see now they are fully in control yeah. of their own destiny, so to say. <laughs> their own destiny. Ooh. Dude, what do you think of that I one? I think dude? that was terrible. You want to die right now? I think that was terrible. Anyway, so I don't know. I was going to ask you what, what you thought, but you're not – I mean – do you think you might be interested in trying to check out Destiny again? And hold on, let me preface this. One more thing. One thing that they're really pushing forward is uh -huh. that they don't want people to have to feel like they have to play everything right. in order to play with their friends. Right. So you can buy the new expansion. You can dive right in. That is definitely more appealing to me. I think the only way I'm really interested is if like every one of my friends that I play online with. Yeah is playing yeah um for me there's just too much else that's good it's not because i don't like destiny mm. uh there's just too much else that's good right now right for me to be interested in that that's the problem for dude. hours on end that is yeah i agree i i really want to check out forsaken and i think i am going to dedicate the time to do that hopefully in the next couple weeks yeah. maybe but uh, yeah, I want to I want to check out uh, the Forsaken for sure. And then probably this new content as well. Sure. Here's an interesting thing, Ben. Fortnite Pro-Am. Yeah. Happened again. Yeah. And according to some stats I read, there was a 72 percent decline in viewers. That is uh, not surprising. OK. And also surprising. Why do you say that? So it's not surprising because I just feel like the popularity of the game on streams has waned. Less people are streaming it. The people who are aren't getting as many viewers. Now, the reasons for that, I don't know, because mm. the game seems to, seems to still be raking in lots of money. Right. Uh, and maybe that's a good front they're putting up. I don't know. I, yeah. I haven't seen their earnings or anything. It's also surprising because, like, this is their biggest event. Like, it's it's huge. This is it's a yearly thing that now that like, I don't know, it's a spectacle. Mm -hmm. So for it to have a lower watch seems like maybe it could have stayed up higher um, for this year, but I don't know. It doesn't seem terribly surprising, but it's also not, uh, not surprising in the least. I got to wonder if last year there was a lot of people playing Fortnite. Yeah. A lot Overall, it was it was in its full zeitgeist sure. last summer. And I wonder if now the game is still like making a crap ton of money, but the people that weren't spending money before yeah. are no longer there. But the money spenders have 
stuck with it. That's probably pretty true. I mean, like you and I didn't stick with it, even though we were very into it for a while. Right. Um, we spent a little money, not a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm curious if like how Ninja's numbers are doing. Like like his streaming numbers or his yeah. financial numbers? His streaming numbers. I don't know. Yeah. I've not really paid that much attention. I don't know. I'm curious. Here, Okay. Legitimate question. I was walking by the Fortnite booth. Yeah. Do they empty. have? It was empty. A PvP type mode now? I don't know. I swear I saw something that said like deathmatch PvP. I don't know, dude. I feel like I would have heard about that. I feel like I would have too, but I walked by something. I'm like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Maybe I don't it know. was conference exclusive. I don't know. We probably sound like idiots to people who know and, and we don't know, but that's right. fine. We are idiots. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's curious because right now it, it from the outside looks like Fortnite slowing down. Right. Obviously, Apex Legends has slowed down considerably due to the lack of content. Battlefield had a, a battle royale mode. Yeah, DOA. Now, uh, what, Call of Duty? I'm sure that Call of Duty has good numbers still. Right. But it's just the hardcore people right. that are playing it. And now Fallout 76 has a battle royale <laughs> mode. Just in time for all those next-gen games to come out with Battle Royale mode. <laughs> right. Of course, when we see Halo Infinite right. inevitably right. having a Battle Royale mode. Exactly. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see whether the uh, whether Battle Royale is just a, a fad, whether it's going to be a mainstay. I kind of think it's going to probably continue for the next Three to five years. I'd say so, too. And I think Fortnite. But it won't be as big. I think Fortnite specifically is going to continue for a few years. Yeah. I mean, you may not be raking in millions of dollars a day anymore. I don't know what their actual numbers were. But uh, you're going to see, like, substantial amounts of money still consistently coming through every day. Yeah. Even if it's not, um, you know, the same kind of money they were making before. And that's why, I mean, Epic is smart in that, like, I know a lot of people don't like the Epic Game Store, but they started the Epic Game Store. That's another source of revenue. Um, they're able to do that with all this Fortnite money. Uh, they also, you know, they're doing lots of other smart things. I'm interested to see what kind of games they're going to make because you imagine they put some of that money into making new IPs. Yeah, true. You know, I'm wondering if they're going to put the money into new IPs. If the, I mean, they're obviously Epic Game Store. Right. Huge. So maybe... That's a focus yeah. for them um, over, you know, developing new IP, things like that. Right. I don't know. Who knows? Okay. I've got three more items. Next one. Witcher 3 on Switch runs at 540p in handheld mode. And what's interesting to me about this is that they're putting the whole game on one Switch card. No download. 32 what? gigs. I did not realize that. No download, dude. They're, they're I would have taken. Right. I would have taken a download if you could have got me above 540p. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: 540p handheld mode. Right. But in docked mode, 720. Yeah. Now, CD Projekt Red recently made a statement saying, "Like, yeah, we're really proud." Even though they didn't work on it, they're like, "This port is very good." Yeah. The visual quality, aside from the resolution, right, is the differences are minimal to the other console versions right so that's impressive honestly 
Yeah, it's if it's true. I think it's insanely impressive that they got it to work and that it's a real thing coming out. I mean, it doesn't appeal to me right at all because you have a disease. What the the disease of everything needing to look right? You know, amazing, perfect. Yes. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's I think it's cool that these switch ports are still happening and there's st- I'm I'm curious I'm, I'm I'm guessing a lot of people are gonna buy it oh Seems yeah perfect oh, yeah. time for a lot of people to want to play again and they've already had that ultimate experience somewhere else and so they're willing to have it portable I think too when we talk about this we're not thinking about the mass amounts of people who travel an hour each way to work on the transit oh, of, yeah. of public transit of some sort um there's plenty of people who have never played this game too yeah that will want to dive in it's funny because I'm still always amazed by way more simple things that I'm like, I can't believe this is handheld now. Right. I was playing Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic on my iPad. Yeah. Like, I remember playing this as a kid on PC, and it it wasn't like a, you know, a game that was completely strenuous. Sure. But it would never work on a phone right. back then or something like that. And now I'm playing on an iPad, and it's like, wow. This is amazing. Is Even though it's, it's not that. Is Roller Coaster Tycoon on the Switch? No. Mm, that'd be a good one. It could be good. I wonder. They have like weird other like Roller Coaster Tycoon Four or right. some kind of lame crap. Yeah. But I yeah. need to look and see if I have Roller Coaster Tycoon on Steam because I think I might. Dude, specifically Roller Coaster Tycoon Two. Right. It's the one to go with. A lot of people like Three, which is the first 3D right. one, but. And I'm not I'm not, not as into, into that. Yeah. I checked out Planet Coaster and I wasn't super hot on that either. Yeah. Something about the classic, dude. Something about it. Always go back to it. You can't beat it. Can't beat it. So I want to read you or I'm going to have you guess some statistics. I don't know how we're going to do this. OK. Anyway, this uh, Twitter account, <laughs> uh, Daniel Ahmad. OK. Who's like an industry insider. I've heard that name. Yeah. Tweeter. And he posted a list of the most viewed games from E3 2019. I'm guessing this is from their trailers on their official YouTube channels. Yeah. So, Ben, what do you think the number – let's uh, let's go with number one most viewed trailer. What was it? Probably Cyberpunk. You're right. Uh-huh. Cyberpunk coming in, 17 mil. 17 million. 17 million views, man. What was the second? We'll do this up to five. How okay. about that? Can you give me, I don't know, any kind of hint at all? So I've already forgotten what games. Think of the most popular games at the show. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a very good hint, but. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I want to say like Gears. Mm. I'm way off, aren't I? I don't think Gears is on this list of like 15. That's insane. So. Because that's when I think of big games, that's one of them. Although that is the fifth game. I'll give you a hint since you had one wrong. Okay. This was a game that was proudly displayed on the convention center. Watch Dogs. No. Oh, I don't know. Give it to me. Marvel's Avengers. The second most viewed at 16 mil. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. You only have a few more to go since we're doing up to five. What's the next one? Have I said it already? No. Okay. Um... (laughs) I don't know, dude. I had a hard time okay, getting I'll the give second you more one. Hints. Yeah, give me hints. This is on. another. It is like Marvel, and that is attached to a large franchise. It's like Marvel. 
it's it is I've already given it away practically. I don't know. It's Star Wars Jedi oh, Fallen see, Order. It's so obvious when you put it like that. Yeah, it should be <laughs> obvious to you. But when you said Think, like Marvel, you know, yeah, okay. Like I was saying attached to a larger franchise. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Two more. All right. You have not said this title at all yet. I have not. Okay. Um it's it's got to be like Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is the very last one on the list. Very last. Number 15, huh? I don't know how many on here, but oh, okay. it's the last. Okay. Hint. Hint. Long-running series for many years. Not since the beginning of gaming or beginning of... Modern Warfare? No. Halo Infinite. Oh. Last but not least, I'm not even having you guess it. Don't even. I'm just terrible at this. Halo Infinite had 6,749,000. The next one, this one really surprised me. FIFA 20 at 6,599,000 views. So, yeah, and then after that, we had like Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, Breath of the Wild, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Minecraft Dungeons, Watch Dogs, Elden Ring, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate pulling in yeah. another year. Apex Legends, Ghostwire Tokyo, Rainbow Six Quarantine, Doom Eternal, Borderlands 3, Dying Light 2, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and then at the very end, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Okay, how many did that one have? 1,872,000. It's amazing to me that that has more than, than Flight Simulator. Yeah, that is Or doesn't have me. more than Flight Simulator. I don't know. Yeah, flight simulator. I guess there's a lot of flight simulators. It used to be such a huge genre. Yeah. I've never played one. Yeah. We should get – I've joked about this before. We need to get Brandon's dad on this podcast. Yeah. Because he's the number one GTA player uh-huh. that we know. That's right. Insane GTA player. And he will fly a plane for like days, right? Yeah, he plays flight simulator. He's probably fucking pumped about this, dude. That's true. He's ready to go. Yeah. But yeah, Brandon said that he'll like – He'll set, he'll like take off and stuff and then just be like sitting at the computer. I'm doing a flight across the Atlantic. And that's just what we'll do. That's so it, that's so far from my like if I'm doing a flight simulator, I'm doing barrel rolls. Oh, yeah. Crazy stuff. Going to see specific things. Right. I just want to fly. Yeah. So those are the most viewed game trailers of E3. Cyberpunk kind of surprised me at number one. I mean, I knew it was going to be big, probably in the top five, but I would have thought that. Star Wars. I don't know, man. It's cyberpunk. You have, you already had some stuff from, from Star Wars come out previously. Yeah. This is cyberpunk from CD Projekt Red. So that's already a big, huge thing. Uh, Ruth, the release date, big, huge thing. Keanu Reeves, big, huge thing. Keanu Reeves. That's probably it. it. Honestly, is it? It's like, even my wife was like, I mean, I told her, oh, I get to see Keanu Reeves, all that kind of stuff in person. But then when I got home, she's like, so Keanu Reeves is going to be in some game? And I'm like, yeah, and I had to explain it and everything. So like my wife, who doesn't know a thing about video games other than what I tell her, yeah, even knew about cyberpunk. Do you see there's a petition or something that's like make Keanu Reeves time person of the year? Honestly, it's a crime. He never has been. Yeah. And... <laughs> It's also so bizarre to me because Keanu Reeves is like a huge part of my life growing up, like all the way back from before Bill and Ted up to current. And Emily was like, yeah, I I think I've only ever seen him in the John Wick movies and and maybe the first Matrix movie. I'm like, what? 
You know, he did have a little bit of a drop off. He did. After Matrix. Yeah. Do you remember the movie Constantine? Yeah. I was thinking about that movie today, it's dude. It's a good movie. I remember liking it. Yeah. I remember, I think my parents thought it was lame, but I thought it was cool. It's, I've just always liked Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I don't know that he's a good actor in the traditional sense, but. Wasn't he in like some He's an actor I like. Movie. Oh, yeah. What is it called? I don't remember. Like Ronin or something. Sounds right. He was also real hokey. Yeah, he's been in a lot of hokey movies. I believe it. Um, Was he in Point Break? You know, I just thought of something really funny. I think Keanu Reeves is the first. He was the first time that I ever heard somebody and consciously realized the fuck word. Wow. What movie was that? Speed. Oh, yeah. But I only realized it because my grandma made a big deal out of it. Right. Like, I just wouldn't have even. I don't even know if I was watching the movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's that's the first time I realized that the fuck word was a bad word. In like the first or second grade, mm-hmm. I remember maybe I think it was definitely first grade. I remember this kid saying like, hey, do you know what the worst word word ever is? And I was like, what? And he spelled it mm. in, in a whisper. And I just said it out loud, like with a question mark after it. And he was like, don't say that out loud. You're going to get in trouble. Oh, no. And of course, I didn't get in trouble. Nobody heard me, but we were yeah. like on the playground. But I was like, that's such a weird word to be a bad word. Yeah. It's funny. His words are funny things. Words are all funny things. All right. Let's see here. I've got one last one. And then one quick thing to end the show. Okay. This one's quick. Dr. Mario World confirmed for July 10th. I'm pumped. There was like a little video direct thing all about this. Yeah. Not watched it yet. Medicine Mario. Medicine Mario. He's out there. He's ready to solve Ebola, AIDS, you know, cancer. Yeah. All of it. Dr. Mario, Medicine Mario, he's coming and he's taking care of it. That's right. Next month. I'm really excited about this because I do like Dr. Mario. Yeah. A, a big deal. Actually, we should maybe have... The Dr. Mario master herself, Holly. Yeah. I wonder if, if we did a review on a game like this, if it would do well. I don't know. It'd also be interesting to figure out how to actually capture footage. You could just do the, the screenshot. Screen, screen capture thing. Well, that's on, such a good idea. On iPhone. But yeah. she's pumped. Yeah. So cool. we'll have to have her report in about nice. what she thinks about it. Nice, nice. Ben, I want to end off this show with one last thing. I'm terrified. Actually, I'm terrified because you closed your iPad. As if I'm going off book. Oh, no, I'm not going off book. Okay. I don't, you might have to stop me. This might be the end of the show here. Forever. No, well, yeah, forever, of course. I'm done. Uh, But when does your review for Pedro come out? Thursday, 10 o'clock Eastern, I want to say. Well, that's the end of the show, Ben. Because I was going to, I have review roundup. Oh, uh, my friend Pedro. Okay, but we cannot talk about Pedro yet. No, uh, embargo is if you're listening to this on release day tomorrow at ten. If you're listening to it after release day, uh, if you're listening to it on Thursday, you can go and either check out handsomefandom.com or it's going to be on you. I'm sure the, the video will be embedded into the uh, the review as well. So go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Please do subscribe. Honestly, please. It actually significantly right now we're at like a tipping point. It significantly could make a difference for us. Yes, for sure. So yeah, I guess that's the end of the show because we that's can't it. do that. So thanks everybody for listening. Went a little bit off the rails talking about glasses, things like that. 
my expensive glasses. We've also got like a lot of other stuff on the website this week. Like oh, we've yeah. got a updated super hot VR review with the quest. Right. Yep. Uh, we'll have a judgment, at least a preview coming out. We'll have a bloodstain preview coming out. Uh, we had some, we've got some more stuff coming out from E3. The, my friend Pedro will be up. I think we'll have a piece on Friday about F1 2019. So like this week is packed. Yeah. It's good stuff. I'm excited for sure. Do we get judgment on PS4 or PC? It's only out on PS4. Oh, well, I guess they've been re-releasing the Yakuza games on PC. Right. Dang, I was kind of hoping I was going to be on PC, but no, nope, only PS4. Phil's got it. He uh, he's he went away for work tonight, so he took his PS4 with him to, oh. the, to the hotel room. Nice for the for overnight stay. So I told him he wasn't allowed to sleep until it's done. Yeah. So you know, Phil, I'm sure that he. Uh, even if he wasn't reviewing it, if he bought the game and he had to go on a work thing, oh, he'd take it with he him. He would take it with him. I he think is he was so excited about this game. Yeah, I'm very happy for him. I told him you have to grade it at least half a point lower than what you think because I know you're skewed. Yeah, <laughs> I Honestly, didn't. I, I actually didn't tell him that. I told him that about another game recently. I want to. I want to know how long that game is. If you, if it can be beat in under thirty hours. Yeah. Main story. Yeah. I think I might check it out. Um. I know that those games with the side quests take forever. So we'll see. Cool. Yep. All right. Sounds good. That's it. All right. Until next time. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. See everybody later.